Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to let y'all finish. This is Melanated Rich Conversation. I'm going to have to come in, jump in, and go stupid one time real quick. Um, Last night's game, okay, I think it just put everybody on notice. They anticipated last night's game against the Chiefs and the Rams, both was at 9-1. and one to be a Super Bowl, possibly Super Bowl match preview, right? They amped it up. They said they're getting special refs to come into the game. You know, they handpicked referees. This, that, and the third is supposed to be top-rated quarterback against top-rated team, both 9-1, both supposed to be explosive, both, both of them supposed to be that. Both of them are supposed to be that deal. Okay, with that being said, for the game, there was a lot of talk back and forth. Everybody going to bring an A game. Everybody going to be doing this. Everybody going to be doing that. And, God damn it, it was one for the record books. Okay. Now, when I first tuned into the game, I first heard about what was going on in the game because I missed the initial, initial two test, first two touchdowns, first quarter. I just anticipated the Chiefs just to ransack, run through, jump up and down all over these boys. Okay? Like they've been doing everybody else. Unbeknownst to me, the Rams has pretty much been doing the same thing. Both of them are 9-1. and one. Okay. So, 13 was at 13-something zero. I said, oh, shit, the Chiefs are down. They, this, is this game over right now? At 14-0, I mean, it's the first quarter, and the Rams had already scored two damn touchdowns. And they had, and, and the, every time I look at the, every time I was able to look at the TV screen, the Chiefs had the ball. But yet the Rams were still up. Okay, so now, come to find out, they're gunslinging out in the wild, wild west. I mean, these quarterbacks is putting in fucking work, okay? The defense is putting in work. Now, does this mean these two 9-1 teams is a preview of the Super Bowl? This epic, this epic regular season showdown. I ain't never in my life seen so much craziness go back and forth. I mean, I was at the bar, had my drink. I had to be moving back and forth. I was doing things. I looked up and Chiefs was threatening the score. Turn around, they fumbled the ball, interception. I mean, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of it. But what I was seeing when I did, I'm like, damn. First, okay, it was number 10 catching all the balls. Then there's number 87 catching the balls and going in. I had yet to see the fucking Rams hit the field, and I ain't lying, but they were up two and a half touchdowns or some shit, two and a field goal or some shit. They were up, and I'm like, I haven't seen the Rams play yet. The defense is kicking ass. Now, I want to know if this, with you guys' expertise, right, is this exposing the Chiefs quarterback? Because he fumbled that ball. I saw that. 
and the way in the way he fumbled that ball when that 50, 59 wanted to pick it up and ran in for the touchdown, I believe it was 59 or 50, one of the two. I looked at Mahomes' hands. That ball slipped out of his hands, bounced off his knee, and went like a fucking cat out of a bag. Okay? Now, if he threw an interception, he fumbled twice. Is this exposing him as being not able to do his thing against an elite team, as in the Saints, as in the Patriots? And I ain't going to count nobody else. I ain't counting Dallas. I ain't counting nobody else. Minnesota, Green Bay. Well, you got to look out for Chicago. Okay, I'm living in Minnesota, but you got to look out for Chicago. Ain't nobody worried about Green Bay right now. Okay, my man. Just, okay. So, does this expose him? This Does this expose him as being a threat? He can't hold on to the ball. Pop goes the weasel. Put him under pressure. He should have ran a lot of time. It was a couple. It was an interception. This motherfucking Mahomes threw. He was supposed to run that ball. Okay, he was supposed to run that ball. He broke the pocket. He pump, remember that pump fake. He fumbled off that pump fake. Well, we ain't, I ain't talking about that one. I'm talking about when he stepped up through that pocket. He had an open lane. He threw that ball. And I believe it was an interception. If I'm not mistaken. Okay, it had to be top of the third, something like that. He threw that ball and goddamn me, it wasn't. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. Okay. Is this exposing Pat Mahomes to the elite defenses, to the elite defensive players? Is this is this game exposing Tom Brady? You're too old at 41 years old at, at, with the record. You can't hang with these boys. If this is the preview for the Super Bowl or the championship or whatever, what have you, if this is a preview for that, that means Drew Brees, all the shit you've done this year, Neil, Tom Brady, both you guys over 40, Neil, Chicago, Neil, all that defense you're doing, putting this and that in the third, Kirk Cousins, uh, Tom Thielen, uh, 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 miracle catching boy number 14, Neil. If the Chiefs and the Raiders, I mean, if the Chiefs and the Rams is the preview for the Super Bowl, and it was hand-picked refs, and was they letting them play? Was this like they're doing what the NBA doing, letting them go type of situation? Because it really didn't seem like it was too much defense, especially not on uh, on uh, 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 Kansas City Chiefs because they didn't cough up. They didn't get no fumbles, did they? Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I, like I said, I was moving around. I was just catching the score back and forth. I seen a couple sacks. So I seen a couple sacks. And a couple touchdowns and an interception on Chiefs. But all I seen on Rams was they threw a couple touchdowns. Gurley got in a little bit. He was a little bit in the game from what I saw. Not a lot. And they went up 54 fucking points. Where's your defense? On both sides of the ball. Well, I've seen what the what the Rams can do against a befuddled young quarterback. Can they do that against an experienced Drew Brees? Even though he's short as shit? Can they do that against the ageless wonder, the greatest NFL quarterback that's ever graced the uh uh the field that never touched the pigskin? 
Is that what this is? Is they just know? Is them old motherfuckers past their day? Was it a sling out out west that's not to be seen again? Wait a minute. Tom Brady went up 50-something points against the Titans in the snow, and he blanked them out. Y'all might want to look that game up. Drew Brees, 500-something-odd touchdowns and all these yards and this and that. Y'all might want to look that up. Is this the greatest game ever? And are we going to see another one like this come the end of the year, come the first of next year? I mean, he didn't wave. Talk to me. You guys got the you the experts. You talking football twenty four goddamn me seven. You spewing it out of your skin. This man got on Green Bay Packers. That cheese is rotten. Okay, that mustache is took an effect on that ugly man. All right. So is Brady old ass bottled up like like um, Brett Favre was? Are they gonna crumble him to pieces? Is his time done in New England? Has the sun? set on his career is this a new wave y'all let me know something y'all the experts I need answers I need answers hey man uh, appreciate the call in uh, this is going to be just Mr. Bradstone and my good boy uh, and uh, my, my one of my best friends here from the show obviously T-Ball hey good to be here uh, excited to answer these questions sure are uh, the first question you asked was does this expose Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback T-Ball uh, Patrick Mahomes does it expose him no 3,628 yards on 37 touchdowns and 10 interceptions um, his first one two three four games he had no picks um, and through three, four, uh, ten, fourteen touchdowns to no interceptions in his first four games as technically a rookie. He did play one game last year. We won't um, count it. I think the only thing that it exposes is that the NFL is an all-offensive league and there's no defense. Especially for quarterbacks. Exactly. I think the only thing that it's exposing for Patrick Mahomes is that his team needs a defense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, his team gives up, maybe give up 40 points, but if you can countermeasure that with 42 points, I mean... Or 51, like last, or 51. Like last night. The Chiefs and their... Uh, only two losses losses this year, which are the Patriots and the Rams, they still managed to put up 91 points. And if you combined those two scores, um, 43 and what did the Rams 50, have? 54? 54. Yeah. Um, so if you combine those two scores, they've only lost by a touchdown, technically, to, yeah. to two points. teams. Six points. So, yeah, like I said, I think the only thing it exposes is that the Chiefs um, don't have a defense. Um, and that Patrick Mahomes is definitely an MVP candidate. Yeah, I don't think it exposes him at all. Yeah, he threw three interceptions, but if you actually look at the tape, um, two of those were actually tipped balls. And every other throw he was making never even came close to an interception. So turnovers, and then if you want to go as far as going to the fumbles, the two fumbles he had, you said it was like a cat out of a bag. You couldn't hold on to the ball. Well, that's because you're playing the top five defense. And the num- and four, yes, four first-round picks are on that front four uh, defensive line, Aaron Donald, at number 50. I can't think of his name, but uh, he was doing dirty work. I mean, he was coming from his blind side, so it's kind of hard to discount those turnovers of fumbles, but look, he, it's, you're playing against the best defensive line there is in football regardless, so if that shows anything, it's that the kid had amazing uh, heart and went out there and did his damnedest, and, and really, none of those turnovers were his fault. 
I mean, he did go 478 on six touchdowns and three interceptions. And two fumbles. Yeah, um, he had a lot of attempts in that game, but like I said, there's no there's no defense in the NFL. It's an offensive, it's a quarterback's league, so if you have a powerful offense, if you want to be competitive in this league, you're going to have to probably average 40 points. And, and like you know, T-Ball was saying, this is basically his first year. You throw him into the freaking Sharks against a Rams team that's very good, you're going to make mistakes. Everyone has against them. And uh, that's just how it goes. Let's move on to the next one. You said, is this a preview of the Super Bowl? Yeah, it very well can be because who else do you actually think? Okay, let's think of AFC. Who's the good teams there? Um, well, I guess we didn't you know, think about the Texans. They're doing pretty damn well. It would be probably them, the Steelers, Patriots, or Chiefs would make the Super Bowl. But more than likely, it's going to be the Chiefs or probably the Patriots. Yep, Chiefs or Patriots, um, probably in the AFC championship game. To go play either the Rams or um, Saints. the Saints. <laughs> so that's probably who you'll see at the end. Um, but yeah, it, it could possibly be a Super Bowl, but it could possibly, you know, like we said, it could play, it could either be the Saints versus Chiefs or the Saints versus you know the Patriots, or it could be the Patriots versus the Rams or the Chiefs versus the Rams. Yeah. So is it a Super Bowl preview? Definitely. But will we see that much scoring in the Super Bowl? Probably not. No. Will we ever see scoring like that again? Yes. Absolutely. This is, this is the new league now. Yeah. People who are complaining about watching guys throw for fifty points or teams scoring fifty points, well. Welcome. This is it now. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the NFL. Welcome to the, the new, new NFL. NFL. Yep, this is it. This is it's going to be all offense. If you have a stellar quarterback, you probably ought to pick him up in fantasy because he's going to be putting up a lot of points. People like Patrick Mahomes, um, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, um, teams who are putting up big numbers like that um, are going to continue to put big numbers up like that all year. Yeah, I mean, you just better get used to it because one, you can't play defense against these guys anymore. Two, you can't play. You know, tackle the quarterback without getting a fucking flag. So, like T Ball said, it's a quarterback league. So, and uh, your third question to answer that one is Does this discount what Drew Brees and Tom Brady have done this season? Um, I don't think Tom Brady's done much of anything. He's the 11th best quarterback in the league right now. Now, does this discount what Drew Brees has done to you, T Ball? No, because Drew Brees, in my opinion, um, is the MVP runner this year, um, if if not Patrick Mahomes. And I think the only reason that is is because Drew Brees and the Saints beat the Rams, and the Rams beat uh, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. So um, There's a slight edge to Drew Brees there. Yeah, Drew Brees is definitely the MVP winner in my mind, unless something changes in the near future. Yeah, if they were to lose like three more games and the Chiefs didn't, but... Look, it doesn't take away Drew Brees. Drew Brees has already done all this stuff. He's already set all these records. It, just because this was like a huge game and stuff between the Rams and Chiefs doesn't mean Drew Brees is just out of the picture. Right. That dude's that dude does Drew Brees stuff every sing- season, regardless of who he has. He's a, he's a great quarterback. Always will be. That's why he has all these records. I mean, he's he throws for forty two hundred yards each season on average. Right. Except so. for his first full season, he didn't have. You know, but what, 3,300 yards or something like that? But his still. first season with the Chargers, he had 221 passing yards and one touchdown. And then the very next year, he had 3,284, 2,108, 3,159, 3,576. And then the rest after that have all been above 4,000 Yeah, yards. so you can't discount what Drew Brees has done. You never can. That is one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Obviously, Hall of Famer. But I get where you're coming from with that question. Yeah. Now, but like I said, Tom Brady hasn't done much. Tom Brady has a lot of talent around. He has a good defense. He has a good offense. Um, yes, he is old. Um, he's old as dirt. But he has a great coach, 
and he has a lot of talent around him. You could basically put anybody back there right now, and the Patriots would probably still have the same record. Maybe one more loss. Yeah. Um, Unless you put better players back there, then it would be even better. I mean, look who the Patriots have in their division. Who do they have in their division right now? Uh, Buffalo, Jets, and, uh, you know, geez, I can always – Miami. Miami. I mean, you're going to win that division every year because they have for the last 20 seasons. Buffalo has how many wins? Two now. And Two? the Jets have how many wins? Three. And Miami has what? How many wins? I believe they're five and five now. Oh, okay. So none of those teams are over five hundred. And they've beat all those teams. That's the only reason Tom Brady is talked about because right. of the division that he's in. Because he wins it every year. Because there's nobody in that division. We thought Miami might have been different this year when they started out three zero, but then they collapsed as usual. Yeah. Tom Brady is long in the twos. Um, but you know, I mean, he plays in the AFC in a shitty division, so don't count him out. Um, but. Is he going to be a presence, a huge presence in the playoffs? No, I think in the AFC, it, it's going to be either the Chiefs or the Patriots, but I think the Chiefs um, are going to take that. I mean, Especially the, if they play them at home, because they only lost by three, three at points. the Patriots. Yeah, and it came down to the last couple seconds they and had to kick goal. a field goal. I mean, so, I hope that answers your questions, man, and keep them coming. We love them. Yes, we do feel like we're experts at answering these sports questions, and we'll always do our best, and... We absolutely appreciate it, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's no, I don't know. There's, it's look, Patrick Mahomes is going to keep doing this all year long, man. Whether you believe it or not, whether you care or not, um, he's 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 just a great quarterback. It doesn't matter. He's going to keep doing it. I if, mean, if yeah. you get a defense around him, that won't lose another game. No, definitely not. Like I said, if they had like a stellar defense, they'd win every single fucking game. Yeah, they might have one loss this year at, you, at the Patriots because you, nobody wins at the Patriots. Man, right. I, I couldn't remember the last team that beat the Patriots at home. Right. In the last, I don't know how many seasons. And you think about it this way: nobody's perfect. Um, so you know, everybody's gonna have flaws. everybody's gonna have a bad game. Patrick Mahomes. That's just, his worst game. Uh, yeah, that's his worst game. <laughs> and he threw for six touchdowns. Yeah, and they still only lost by three. Right. Um, so. But yeah, it's it's just that the Rams just had that much more of an edge over him there. Yeah. That's all it was. Because they had a better defense. Came down Absolutely. to one of the last possessions. Just the ball, the ball got tipped and he got intercepted by the former. Now that very last interception, he did force that. I don't know what he was thinking there. It, it got tipped too. But yeah, he was also he was trying to he was knew he was down. He had to make something happen, and you ha- and if you want to make something happen, you have to be willing to take a risk. Yeah, um, you can't just take off and run there. They only had twenty something seconds. You know, I heard you talking about Aaron Rodgers. Um, I guess you think he's garbage. Um, he's not. He's actually top five quarterbacks in the league, and he's um, going to be Hall of Fame easily. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look at him. Look at the tools he has around him. He has Devontae Adams. That's it. And Devontae Adams isn't really that big of a name yet. Um, but that guy is the type of guy who you would want in those last couple seconds. In that situation. To force that ball into somewhere where a, a regular quarterback ain't going to fit it. Because they're not going to be able to with someone like Aaron Rodgers who can no. not only throw off his feet, off balance across his body, but fit it into tight windows like that as yeah. well. So everybody's going to have a bad game. Um, it all You just got to look at it this way. What records do they have and who's going to be in the playoffs at the end? Exactly. But uh, for uh... – Heated waves and uh, us, got a couple guys. Sorry, we couldn't have the other three guys on answering. It might have been way longer if we did. We just uh, uh, we just tried to help you out real quick with that, man, so we didn't get too far behind in that question. So for uh, me, Mr. Bradstone, I appreciate it. How about you, Trap? Yeah, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate the questions, um, especially when they're nice and intricate like that. You throw a couple parts in there. Um, you know, we love talking sports. 
Uh, we love answering the questions, so yeah, keep them coming. Um, yeah, we love it. Yep, appreciate it, man, and appreciate your time. Thanks and, for uh, listening to Heated Waves. Yeah, man, always. And uh, of course, I'll come listen to your stuff. But uh, have a great day, man. Uh, two questions, um, and it's mostly about quarterbacks. I mean, I watch football on occasion, but out of curiosity, I'm, I'm actually a New York Giants fan. But uh, my first question is, is um, about the Raiders with uh, Derek Carr. Do you really think that he fits the player scheme that John Gruden is really trying to design? And do you think that John Gruden has passed his time as an effective coach, um, even though he just got started? Do you think he's the right kind of coach for building a great franchise like um, such as the Raiders? And then the second question is um, with Eli Manning, um, I like the guy. A lot of people put hate on him, I, I hear. But, you know, um, I, do you think that he belongs with the Giants anymore? And do you think that he should retire after this season? Good vibes, Jason. This is uh, Mr. Brad Stone. I'm here with my co-host, my uh, longtime friend, of course, of the show from Heat of Waves, uh, Mr. Uh, T-Ball over here. Hey, hey. Um, those are great questions. And uh, let me just kind of go first here. Uh, I think... Derek Carr is not a very good quarterback. I don't think he fits much schemes there are really. Maybe maybe if he went to a different team and had a different, you know, obviously a different coach, but uh, to answer that kind of question. And then my the next one for me would be you got to give John Gruden a little more time, I think. Um, just to come in here from a shitty team and think you're going to turn it around. I'm not sure why. He, I mean, I, I kind of understand why he let Cleo Mack go, the greatest defensive player on that whole team, because they didn't have the money to resign him. So might as well get something out of him, but I, I just don't understand why you you know you let Amari Cooper go to. He's your only number one wide receiver. But I think you got to give him a little more time. Maybe give him till next year. And if at the end of next year, if he does the same as he's doing right now, I say yeah, just stick him maybe in the front office or something like that. Uh, T ball. Uh, yeah, I think if you're if we're trying to talk about Derek Carr fitting into a scheme. Um, especially John Gruden's. I think you have to look at it like this. John Gruden, I don't think, really has a, a scheme right now. I, I think he's coming to an organization that, like you said, is not very good. Um, he's got a bunch of people in the front office that he's not used to dealing with, a bunch of people um, under him as far as players that he's not used to dealing with. And usually a guy like John Gruden, when he has as much smarts about the game uh, from all aspects, um, he wants to come in and he wants to develop his his um, his own schemes. He wants to bring in his own players. He wants to bring in his own coaches, stuff like that. So, like you said, Mr. Bradstone, I think, I guess if you put it like this, Derek Carr could fit into his scheme. But, you know, if, you, if you're looking at some of the stories on John Gruden here, um, you know, there was, you know, a little sideline spat uh, between, you know, Derek Carr and John Gruden and... Uh, you know their relationship having uh, a little bit of troubles there. I, I, I'm thinking from what I've read before that that's kind of you know been pushed to the wayside. But I think yeah, like Mr. Bradstone said, give uh, John Gruden a little bit of time. I think he can probably turn Derek Carr into a pretty decent quarterback if he can design some good plays for him. Because if you go back and you look at Derek Carr, he's been in the league one, two, three, four, five years. 
Um, every year he's passed for 3,000 you know, plus yards. He's at 17,323 with 115 touchdowns and 52 interceptions. So now He throws a lot of interceptions. Yeah. Um, currently he's thrown eight, um, but he's at 2,633 yards with 12 touchdowns. He's got a 94.1 quarterback Yeah, this rating. year he's playing pretty well, but he just doesn't have enough help. Yeah. yeah. John Gruden's not helping that, shipping everybody away. Yeah, because like I said, you know, if you if he's doing, I guess you know if you're looking at their record, you would say they suck. But as far as Derek Carr goes, he's doing well enough to be considered a decent quarterback. Now, if John Gruden can get his shit together next year, I think Derek Carr might be one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, but, draft really well for him offensively. And maybe, but that's all maybe, speculation. Maybe get some free agents in there to help him out, and it would make John Gruden look better. Yeah, but I think definitely John Gruden... Um, one of the smartest guys ever. Yeah, I think he can turn Derek Carr into a fantastic player. Like I said, I don't think Derek Carr sucks. A lot of people would probably argue against that. Would he's, say, never oh, he's, had any, he's never had anybody to play with him that's really good. Right. Um, they've relied on pretty heavily on defense most of their years so um, I think really when it comes to that question we'll just have to see next year because John Gruden I think at this point in time is just in a rebuild mode yeah they've been in rebuild too because they just yeah and I guess to answer your next question with Eli Manning we're probably going to have two different sides to this because I just I I am not an Eli Manning fan I haven't been in a few years I I liked him I mean he's a Manning I can't give him you know, no credit. I can't think he's absolutely garbage or nothing like that. I think he was a really good quarterback. And to go back to what Jay Bones, another one of our crew members here on the Heat of Waves podcast, he said, you know, if it wasn't for him, there wouldn't be an undefeated, or there would still, or there would be a undefeated Patriots team that won that Super Bowl against him. But I just think they need to go into a different direction, especially when you just got Saquon, um, and he's balling, and you got Odell Beckham, he's balling every year. They got a pretty good tight end, and they need to pick up a couple of wide receivers. But I think their number one goal should either be free agency, pick up a quarterback, or even draft one, and either let Eli play another year, depending on his stats this year, and maybe coach that next guy up and help him get a veteran presence in there to help that out, or just totally ship him out, let him go into retirement mode, and, and let him you know dance off into the sunset the proper way, and just go ahead and start all over with a new guy and I'm just I'm not sold on his, his stats anymore. He throws too many interceptions, but hey, last game he balled it up, so he only had one incompletion and that was a very catchable ball almost. But uh T ball, I think you're probably gonna go a little opposite with me. Yeah, I disagree. When it comes to Eli Manning, I think Eli Manning's a great quarterback. Um you know, like you mentioned earlier, uh Tom Brady's been to the Super Bowl eight times. Um he's won five of them. Um, and those three losses that he's had, two of them are by Eli Manning. Uh, yeah, true. Um, and like you said, one of those was the undefeated Patriots. He's knocked him off. Um, he did have a lot of help from defense, but every year he puts up 3,200-plus yards. He has over at least 25 touchdowns every year, except for last year. He only had 19. Yeah, it was kind of um, a very down year. That's That was my downfall year for him. Um, but, yeah, he had a horrible year as far as – touchdown to passing ratio back in uh 2013 so i think since then he's he's done fairly well i think what the giants are kind of trying to do with bringing in a young saquon and a lot of younger guys is having a leader especially in the quarterback position is pretty key so um i don't think eli manning should go anywhere um he's a good fit in new york i just think he needs to pull his head out of his ass they need to get rid of whoever their fucking offensive coordinator is yeah because he can't 
scheme at all. No, he's he's like, okay, let's build the offense around Saquon and Odell. Um, yeah, you can't do that. You can't you can't build the offense around two guys. Um, you have to have a good offensive line, which they don't really have this year. So I think that's a big problem with Eli Manning as well. Um, he's taking four sacks per game. Yeah, um, he's at 13 touchdowns and six interceptions with 2,796 yards. So he's on pace to probably have a 4,000 yard season this year. So. Um, yeah, I mean, he is a little long in the tooth, but uh, I think once we come around to next year, um, I think the New York Giants are probably going to be a lot better because Saquon, well, as long as Saquon can stay healthy, Odell can stay healthy, and Eli can stay healthy, you can scheme some plays together, bring in a couple guys for your offensive line, maybe have some, uh, maybe a, grab you a tight end. I think if they had a tight end, um, yeah, the New York Giants would probably be one, one of the best teams in the league right now. A pass-catching blocking tight end that would just change the game for him and take off a lot of heat help help chip away at some of those defenders going after Eli yeah imagine if Jimmy Graham had gone to New York instead of Green Bay one of the best pass pass catching blocking tight ends I've ever seen yeah so imagine if he was over there but yeah I like Eli Manning um I like anybody who can beat the shit out of Tom Brady (laughs) well yeah of course um but yeah I say keep Eli around and uh you know just develop a better playbook for him or get like I said get rid of the offensive coordinator and, and see what happens next year and then if he's still garbage next year well not garbage I wouldn't consider him garbage but if he's not you know winning you more football games by next year then yeah get you some draft picks look at somebody young tell Saquon or Odell to step up as one of the leaders on the team and you know just see what happens but again that's all speculation as well yeah but we hope that answers your questions, man. Sorry we kind of left it out there a little bit long. But, hey, got to get those details in to help you out if you're going to ask those questions. And we truly appreciate it, man. Hey, also, we appreciate you always listening. I, I see you out there on Anchor listening every time. I try to give you a listen every once in a while as well. So uh, keep, the, keep, keep them coming, and we'll do our best, whether it's just us, me, and Mr. Bradstone and T-Ball, or if it's the whole crew. But, uh, hey, from uh, Heat of Waves, we truly appreciate it. Anything else, T-Ball? No, that's it. Like like Mr. Bradstone said, appreciate you calling in and asking the questions. Um, you know, this is like a second job, so the more uh, hours I can get in, the, the more I get paid, quote, unquote. <laughs> right. Um, I guess my payment is... Uh, satisfaction. Yeah, satisfaction and getting to talk about something I like talking about. So we appreciate it. Yep. And uh, from everyone from Heated Waves, we appreciate everything everybody always does, and especially you, man, for sending those in. And uh, have a great Thanksgiving.